Hi, this is Jackie Ma, head coach and CEO of Apex Training Gym. Thank you for joining us here on our podcast today as our main focus is on how we can increase your strength, hone your discipline, and improve your prowess on and off the weightlifting platform. It's not about being physically strong, but it's also about being mentally capable and emotionally responsible. As I tell my athletes, be the lion and not the hyena. You got to set chase and get after it before it gets away from you. So let's go. So welcome to Apex Training's uh, Davy podcast. And join us with our guest here is Jen Pina. We met about a year ago over at the Dodger Ram dealership. So the story of how we met, you may know the story, is my service advisor, Hector Flores. He was, uh, we were talking shop about working out. Then he goes, hey, there's someone that you ought to meet. You have to meet her. I'm like, I have to meet her. I have to meet her. <laughs> yeah, she's my training partner. So that's how we got introduced. And what she said, yeah, she's lost over like 100 pounds 150 I go what I looked at you I'm like 190 in one year you lost 190 pounds in one year I was looking at you I'm like (laughs) no no yeah yeah and then it was just so inspirational to hear your story and you know that's what this episode is about is how is it that you did it I mean how did you even know like hey this is enough I was in such a funk and a depression at the time I just, I went to a doctor's appointment and I seen a little flyer on the wall and I've had tried little things here and there, but I I wasn't trying hard. I just thought it's impossible. I'm never going to lose weight. I'm always just going to be a big girl. And I seen a flyer on the wall. It said, um, healthy choice, healthy lives, change your life. And a doctor and a nurse did it through Sutter. And so I just happened to take the flyer and I followed through with it. I called, I made an appointment. Um, my insurance covered it. And it was nice because there were meetings and it, it held you accountable. You went once a week, you started off by, you know, getting a little um, diet, like cutting your calories. They would do it slowly. They would start you at, you know, 2,500, then they'd go down to 2,000 if you're not losing weight and they would just go lower and lower. And it was possible. I just, I thought it was impossible to do it. And when I started those meetings and actually followed through with it, I thought this is doable. And I started weighing in. It's an eye opener seeing what you weigh because I wouldn't even step foot on a scale. And I just, I kept going every week and I discovered Zumba. I was embarrassed to go to the gym because I was really big and just embarrassed. So I um, bought the videos. I seen an infomercial at like two o'clock in the morning one night. Yeah. I heard the Zumba music going. I'm like, I'm going to order that. And that's what I'm going to do. And oh, I ordered cool. it. I started doing it. And the weight melted off really fast with Zumba. And I liked it. It was something that I would do because it was fun. And so do you think that's really key? I mean, when you find something that you attach, you attached, I mean, even before the Zumba and before the flyer, I mean, what made it feel like it was impossible? Like when you were visiting your doctor, what, what was it that? Made that put that thought in your mind like this is impossible. I'm I'm just going to acquiesce and deal with the fact I'm just big. This is my genetics. This is my lifestyle. I felt like it was going to be too hard. I guess like I I didn't have the willpower. You know, just being depressed and rock bottom. I just got myself out of it. But yeah, I just my husband at the time he didn't want to do it with me. You know, no motivation at all. So I guess just I was young and tired of being tired and tired of like I said not fitting in booths and being embarrassed and not wanting to basically go out much. 
and live was my that, life. Was that like when you felt like that was the rock bottom when you? Yes. I had reached my highest weight. I, it was bad. And I was having health problems and I was miserable. I was just miserable and I was done. I was done. What kind of health problems? I have lymphedema in my leg. So I had swelling in my leg and just the out of breath all the time. I felt like it would have led to diabetes. My dad, he had got diabetes late in age. And so I felt that coming too. And it, it was just out of control in the way I felt. I felt awful. So when I had you look a, up at the flyer, you saw that flyer and doctor, I mean, what, did something pull you to it? Or you were just looking or you were looking for something or were you just I was like, actually, I was just sitting, I was just sitting in the waiting room, waiting for the doctor to come. You know how you start looking around at the walls and stuff and yeah. I the flyer and it said healthy choice, healthy life, right. all natural, no surgery, change your eating habits, change your life. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take this flyer with me. And they gave me a flyer to take with me. And I ended up scheduling an appointment with the doctor. And she was a holistic doctor. She was amazing. She didn't believe in putting you on any pills or anything like that. This was doing it yourself with help of the meetings. So with the meetings, I felt like now you have your support crew, whereas before you felt like maybe like, hey, I'm on, I'm, I'm all this on my own. I just like a, like a man on a ship without a crew. I guess Completely. When, and so when you actually got hooked up with the support group, it was kind of like, hey, I'm not really by myself. I have other people that have been through what I've gone through and I'm not being judged. I am taking that first step. Sharing and our struggles, sharing if we had a bad week or a good week. Um, it, yeah, you had that support system with people doing the same thing with you and wanting the same thing as you. And it felt good. And, and just holding you accountable. I didn't want to come in at a higher weight any week that I weighed in. I always wanted to be down on my weight. So, so that created a, an environment of, of kind of a healthy competition. Oh, yeah. Where oh, you yeah. didn't want to be the one that was coming <laughs> in last at the same exactly. time. So it created this, com you, would you say it created this healthy camaraderie with your oh, yeah. group? I was so determined after doing it for probably the first month. I was really determined. And I said, I'm, I'm not going in and going to weigh more than what I did. I'm, I have to come in at a loss. And that's what I did every week. Did you find with that process, was it then that you discovered that, hey, you know, it doesn't have to be like this? Or when did you know it's like, at what point in time you started the program to when you recognize into the month, it's like, I can do this. Or it's like, you know, when did you stop believing that this is impossible? When did you start like basically pulling that demon off your back, so to speak, that thought that's like, you're just going to be, when did you stop listening to that voice? Like, you know what? You don't own me. Within the first month, once those pounds started coming off faster than I thought, it's Dude. like, okay, I'm wow. so motivated. Nobody's going to get in my way. God. I'm going to do this. And my husband at the time ate like crap. And I did it the whole entire time. And, you know, the first night, I'll never forget the first day I went to my meeting, I came home and him and his friends had pizza. And I thought, yeah. oh, God, I'm, I'm, oh. I can't do this. This is impossible. My favorite pizza place. I'm going to wow. cry. And then I thought, I am not going to sit here and cry over food. Are you kidding me? Like I had to get my crap together and go eat my little Weight Watchers microwave meal because it was way less calories than that pizza was. How did that and, feel when you did that? Like, you know, when... it was hard at first. I really felt like I was going to cry. It was my first day. And I thought, boy, this, this guy's just setting me up for failure. Like, oh. I can't believe he would even bring a pizza in the house right now. Go eat it somewhere else. Fascinating, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? But I, I got you through it. You passed the test. And... That was my, that, I felt like that was hard when I felt, 
you know, I thought about it the next day. Like I was really about to just be in tears over not eating that pizza. That's crazy. I'm not going to do that to me. There's a lot of things tied into you. I mean, you can quit smoking. You can quit drinking. You can't quit eating. No, I was addicted to it. That was my addiction. That was my, I was, I haven't been addicted to drugs or anything. Food was my addiction. Right. Right. And that's something, I mean, you have to eat to live. Right. So, and I loved it. And then when you think back at after doing this, what I used to eat, it was ridiculous. I ate, I think because I was unhappy and you just, that's comfort. You just eat for comfort. And it was terrible. It was terrible. I had to change my life completely. It's a lifestyle change, not a diet. It is a lifestyle change. Right. You have to to keep it off. You have to change your whole life. So with that change, I mean, how does that affect like, let's say that, you know, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas or, you know, around the holidays and such. And even like the start of the new year, you know, you have new year celebration, like even in my culture, we have Chinese new year where everything's like food oriented. Food everywhere. You know, you you got Valentine's day, then it's like St. Patrick's and then it's, so how is it that you're able to, you know, cause our food is tied into our culture. So were you kind of like, you must be kind of like the oddball in the family where you're I was. Like portion control and almost like gotten, gotten kind of funny looks because, you know, it's what all the time is what binds us together. So to almost feel like this psychological ostr- being ostracized a little bit, like, how did you handle that? Like, did you know it was coming? Did anyone tell you, hey, by the way, Jen, you, you might lose some friends when you lose some weight. Hey, exactly. by the way, Jen, you're going to get like sarcastic remarks from your family because you're not eating mom's food. What, mom's food's not good for you? That's so, so true. How did you handle that? What'd you do to handle the awkward situation? Because that's epic. Like, At first, it really was. Like some people got offended. Like, why can't you eat this? Oh, you can just have a little bit. And it's like, no, I'm not allowing myself. I just started my mission with my weight loss. This is very important to me. And I, I can't just have a little bit right now because it's too soon for me, especially at the beginning. Now it's a little bit different, but it's been years. When I first started my mission, yeah, I didn't talk to a lot of people. I stayed to myself. I was so determined to wow. do this that yeah. I just had to take a lot of people out of my life. And it then, reminds me of like Rocky Balboa. He <laughs> went to the mountains and he's training in the snow. You know, right. get that fight with Rocky Four and Dolph Lundgren, you know? Yeah, like it, he that's was what going, it kind of like. up and running, and then you were like, "I'm gonna chase a chicken and put a log on my back, <laughs> and nobody understands except for my trainer Mickey." And Mickey yep. was your support group. And um, since you changed your life and your habits, like, because you made it first, it wasn't a habit; you had to make that habit. So, when did you finally realize that you were disciplined and that it it freed you? Like six months when you lost fifty pounds or a hundred pounds? I mean. You know, right when the when the weight started melting away, it just got easier and easier for me. And so it, I would say probably about six months to a year in, I was so determined because I had already taken off so much weight. I felt great. I felt wonderful. I was a new person. I didn't even know how to shop for regular clothes in a store because I've always been overweight. I'm like, oh my God, this is like a whole new world. What size am I? I need help. I don't even know where to go. Where are the regular clothes at? <laughs> That's awesome. That's outstanding. It was That's it was fun. Yeah. I just I was so strict on myself. You know, Halloween came around. I was no candy. No, I can't. It's not an option. You didn't feel resentful. It was a little or... hard. It was a little hard, but the the good feeling that I got was better. It just made me feel my feeling that I got from losing all that weight. What just had it was that natural high. It was just amazing to where I didn't want that candy. Told myself I can't have it, and no big deal. I don't want it. 
I was, I just rather work out and go do active things. Now that you're working out and more active, would you say that it's probably more like a substitution of that natural high in a way? Yeah, that's, that's what I did. Is that what it is? Is just a trade-off? Any free time that I had, I was working out. I was doing Zumba at home. And after I lost all the weight, I ended up going to the gym and I gained a lot of muscle. When I did Zumba, the cardio, and P90X and all that at home, I had dropped down to about a 140 and I was really, they said I was too thin. I'm like, how do you go from being 350 pounds? You know, you're down to like 140. And Dang, then they're like, oh, you're too thin. You're too thin. You need to hit the gym because I, I, I did. I never thin. thought you would hear that four letter word. <laughs> thin. That's a to a weightlifter. I was too skinny. I, I actually went down to about a size three. Wow. From a, from a size 32. Dude, where'd you go? So I know. I yeah, I cut myself. I I put my whole body in one pant leg. That I was, was just eye-opener. thinking that. My whole body felt, It was just crazy. I had a pair of overalls and I kept them to just look at them and they were huge when I lost my weight. I was like, "Oh my crazy. god, are you kidding me? Like I was that big." I I threw my whole body in one pant leg. I'm like, "So oh, when did god. it start? Like how did you get like I mean, what are you like 5'4"? I'm about five, five, six. <laughs> so we're the same height. So I mean, the the waking to go from like maybe as a kid being I don't know one thirty, one fifty, to oh it's three hundred and fifty pounds. I mean, was it so insidious? I mean, was any one type of thing, or is this is this such a slow? It's like is this kind of like this adding like a little bit at a time? You don't really is like the scale is kind of doing this now. I mean, I don't even realize like just, how it like, happened. Crazy. When I think about it, it's just, I look back at pictures and I was thin all the way up until I was probably about 13, well, about 12, maybe 13. I started getting a little chunky and, you know, we were poor growing up. We didn't have a lot of things. We didn't have a lot of money. So we ate the cheap stuff, whatever there was. That's what we were fed. Oh, so I probably like and, the, the cheese and potatoes and like. Oh, yeah. Those cheap hostess pies and all that cheap, the 25 cent pies. Right. And then because go, you got to have, you got to put food on you. Right? Yes. Because you have put food and on you. Don't eat grandma's. And <laughs> yeah. If it's too healthy, the kids won't touch it. Even to this day, it's kind of like an act of Congress to have my children eat vegetables, you know. Yeah. So at that point, and that's nice because it's non-perishable, so it could keep has a good shelf life. Canned foods and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of eat, yeah eat to survive. We and get then, that. You know, I I got married at a young age, and I just remember when I got married, and he was overweight too. It just it went downhill. It went. I just remember just being. I got big fast. It's like exposure. And yeah, it's almost just, uh, you know, it's the the commonality instead of working out together. You guys were eating together. Exactly. That's what we had in common. That's all we did was eat. And then my cousin that I hung out with, she was a big girl too. She loved to eat. I mean, I remember going to Burger King and we'd eat two Whoppers. I don't even eat that stuff anymore. Yes. It's just when you look back and think about the things, the choices, and this, I wonder why I was the way I was because, you know, I, I think, think it's your environment too. It's I think, yeah, it's your environment. It's what's yeah. available when we're younger. It's bonding. Exactly. It's, it's what we did. It's like, like you want to, to watch movies, you want to play basketball, you like to grab something to eat, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, from the time you started to where you're not, where, where are you at? Did you start this like five, six years ago? And it's been um, about, I think, more like seven or eight now. Seven or eight years ago. So it's okay. been, it's been, and I actually, after so many years, I did gain weight, like with this virus thing going on and stuff. Yes. I know I have. 
So yeah. with that, that's 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 what I want to ask you. So with the virus thing that's going on and with the gyms basically shut down again. Yeah. I mean, are you MacGyvering something? I mean, did you have a gym already set up? Uh, well, people, some people don't have like a ready-made gym, you know? I mean, people don't expect, hey, that the pandemic's going to happen in six yeah, months. Exactly. Let, me, let me get this used treadmill. Oh, let me get this power. Wait, 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 wait. It's going to come and hit us in the middle of March. I should probably get some dumbbells. Not why exactly. the prices are going to be jacked up to quadruple. So, right. I mean, what's your resource now? Do you go still just do the Zumba tapes? Are you... Do you MacGyver something? Do you are you using body weight? How are you doing this at home? So I had because I was so addicted to exercising. I had a bunch of stuff already. I had dumbbells. I have um, a little elliptical, a little one you can move. I have you know videos if I really wanted to do the videos. I have a lot of stuff. I have the weight vest. I have ankle weights because that's what I did. I would go to the college and do all the stairs with my weight vest on and just, oh, yeah, awesome. just and, and run laps. I and, love the weight of vest. Yes. You know, uh, I'll wear it you know, cleaning around the house and, you know, just girl, you, you're that, hardcore, girl. You're just, hardcore. Oh, I dropped something. <laughs> Let me do a squat. Let me drop. Yeah, exactly. Squat. That's what I did. Oh I my gosh. It's kind of funny you say that because everything was exercise. Everything incorporated the exercise with it. You know, like I'm, a, I'm doing dishes, doing some leg lifts or something. I was just addicted with the ankle weights on, you know. I just, you changed, <laughs> you changed your, you changed your go-to. You went yeah. from, you basically went from a bag of chips to a bag of weights. Exactly. Exactly. People um, thought I was crazy, but it, it is yeah. what it is. That's who I became. It changed have, me. Now, with that in mind, being seven, eight years into it, have you noticed like maybe the people around you are recognizing that you did something good for you? Are they kind of following suit? Is anyone else in your family have really come around, maybe asking you for advice or have they oh. still kind of kept their distance or what? I mean, it's kind of worded, you know, at first you're, you're changing. They avoid you like you have like some form of leprosy. It's more of a struggle for me now, I believe, because I'm, I'm no longer with my husband. It's been a little bit and I have a new family and my boyfriend has four kids. So those are my kids now that I inherited. Wow. And you know, it, it really changed your life. Habits. Yeah. So, life. you know what? <laughs> it changed your life. It changed. I mean, it really, you really do. You need yeah. a new boo and you got to exactly blend a family. <laughs> yeah. Check yourself out. Yeah. Now, if you so, had to, like, let's say with all your struggles and all your rewards and, and you know, and also too, for the fact that once you're, you like, I graduate from the group, you actually went mentored. To yes, I did. In the group. Yeah. I lost yeah. the most weight in the whole class and they came to me and they said, you know what, you're an inspiration. You know, if you're interested, we would really like you to become a coach. We don't pay you or anything. And I said, you know what? I love this. I have no problem doing that. I think I'm dressed in classes anyways. I love it. It just, you're getting paid was, in a different way. It. No, you probably you're doing what you're doing, honestly. You're saving someone's life. It felt great. A second chance. You know, I just I, I gave them my phone number. I let them know, hey, whenever you have any any struggles or anything, contact me. You can email me. You could text me. I'm always available, even if it's just, hey, I'm stuck. I don't know what to eat. You know, it could be epic. anything. That it could is be so cool. I did that for about three, three years or so. I did it. And then I ended right. up, I had to let it go, which I was really sad about, but life got overwhelming. I had um, different hours at my job, sure, sure. but they actually gave me a job because of me volunteering. It was a temporary job for six months. Man, so I had that a, says a, a start date and an end date, but they gave it to me because I already volunteered there and worked there. So You're yeah, successful. I did that for a while. So if you had to, let's say like, um, Let's say coming around, like as we're kind of closing shop here. And you know, I just want to say, honestly, to be this transparent, to share your story, uh, you telling this story, 
I know that people are listening and they're saying, hey, I, where she was at seven, eight years ago, I need to change. I can't do this anymore. I feel like, like this is, my life is eroding. This is not my life. I'm just existing. I'm not living. What, what kind of two things, like if you, if you, if someone say, hey, I recognize you, what happened to you? Two thirds of you is missing. If you had to tell someone like two things that they can do, that they can grab onto, what two things would you tell them that they can have access to? What would you tell them? I just feel like I was, I would start by saying, you know, and anything's possible. Don't think something's impossible. Try to do it. Baby steps, little by little. You know, I, I counted my calories. I, I did just try it. Make the changes. Don't let food kill you. Don't let food be the one to take you out. Just it's possible and it changes your whole life. And I I just say baby steps, try it. Don't think it's impossible until you start doing it and baby and take baby steps. Don't let it overwhelm you. Don't let it. Not like going cold Turkey or like, like like little by little. That's it. Boom. And then I tried doing that. And let me tell you day three, day three was not kind to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I did, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just like, oh, it's like, it's like crazy because the cravings and oh, yeah. thing, it's almost it's like, an addiction. I, yeah, it's like, I know I can't be PMS. You get an attitude. I'm, I'm like middle-aged. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, wow. It's like the new definition of hangry because yeah, exactly. not only is it just like food, but it's also like the cultural thing. It's no longer the thing that's comfort us or the thing that we feel like we're in control. We really weren't, but it's the illusion that you know, why am I doing this to myself? I'm already hurting. Why do I want to hurt more? You know? So yes, I agree with you wholeheartedly. But then I do get strict on myself though. You know, you take the baby steps at first, but then you can't give yourself too much. You know, you have to, once you have it under control, that's when I actually became really strict on myself when I knew, you know, I can do this. And all right, yeah, I, I you know, it, sometimes if you do let little things in, that can take you overboard. And okay. so- I, you know, I cut my first thing I did was I cut my carbs. I, I cut the pasta, no rice. I cut those instantly. You know, the sugars. Wow. Like if somebody's addicted to sodas, cut the sodas. You know, do maybe do two two things. You know, cut your carbs or your sugars. You know, just cut something right. that you know okay. that you you eat every day. That's just cut that. Cut one little thing at first and and try it and then see how you feel and then slowly start cutting everything else out. That's bad for you. And then bring in the exercise, something that makes you happy, something that you're going to do. Like mine was Zumba. It was dancing. It was fun. I loved it. That's And it changed my life. It changed that's, my life. That's so, I mean, it just gives me goosebumps, seriously. I mean, really. So it's just, um, man, thank, thank you again, honestly, from Apex Training Gym. You're giving, you're sharing your gift with us. And I personally am grateful for that. Thank you, Jackie. I appreciate it. All right, man. So I'll All catch right. up with you soon, okay? Okay, take care. All right. Thank you uh, for joining us here on Apex Training's first podcast, where we did have our guest speaker, Jen Pena, who I befriended last year. And so just with that note, just to let you know that anything is possible, impossible, is just a long syllable word. Stay the course, and on the other side of that effort is greatness. So just within a mind, just believe that when you change your mind, you do change your life. This is Jackie Ma, Apex Training. Thank you again for joining us here in this podcast. If you like this, please subscribe to our channel and
Join us on the next episode when we have Marosa Sitar as our guest speaker to discuss about food prepping for success. Thank you so much. We hope that you enjoyed today's podcast presented to you by Apex Training Gym, where our goal is to provide you with workable ideas and sound training concepts to give you the optimal leverage you need to move anything in the gym and in your life. Because when you change your mind, you change your life.